well, I want our kids to turn out a lot better than fine. My bar is higher than that, but also you'll never know how much better you will be if you had not been spanked. You'll never know how much more self-esteem you would have had without that trauma in your past. Yes, I call getting beaten by someone who is far bigger, someone you love and rely on for everything traumatic. I know it was to me. Mm. Yeah, uh, so Teray, generally speaking, is correct. And and also in the article, Dr. Stacey Patton is quoted. The reason why so many African-Americans say that they were spanked is because prior to 1910, and prior to the Great Migration, the Great Migration basically starts in 1915, 90% of African-Americans lived in the South, basically as a result of slavery. So during slavery, we were beaten. We were beaten by slave owners, slave uh, overseers, et cetera. Our children were beaten. And that behavior continued after slavery. All right, folks, welcome back to the show and our final conversation. I wanted to talk about something that we have talked about, which is part of parenting in black, in the black community. But more importantly, I wanted to talk about normalizing corporal punishment, how there is a growing number of voices around the, the, uh, the punishment or the discipline strategy of spanking. And this came up um, among, um, I was reading a, a post by the brother Torre, who wrote for the Griot, and he wrote this piece called Spanking is a Holdover from Slavery so stop hitting your kids. Um, his, his opinion is that spanking is perceived as a black thing, but it's really a white European tradition that we adopted. And I wanted to have my brother, Brother Michael and Hotep, to give us some insight into this phenomenon of how we discipline children, um, especially using spanking. So let me bring my brother back into the, into the, the discussion. Here's, what, here's one of the things that uh, Torre said in his piece um, uh, when we're looking at the uh, the situation of spanking. I'm just going to pull this up here very quickly. Mm-hmm. Right. He shared with us, Brother Michael, this. Take a look. Hey, Kina, let's pull the first quote up on the, on the screen. The General Social Survey in 2021 found that 37% of Americans support spanking, including 43% of Republicans, and 30% of Democrats. Among working class people, 43% are pro-spanking, while 34% of middle class people are. And 43% of black people support spanking, while only 36% of what white people do. Now, as he's having this conversation, Brother Michael, you know, talking about this, um, he is he's made the point that now a lot of people will say this, I got spanked and I turned out fine. And I've, we heard that from black folks. He said, right. well, I want our kids to turn out a lot better than fine. My bar is higher than that, but also you'll never know how much better you would be if you had not been spanked. You'll never know how much more self-esteem you would have had without that trauma in your past. Yes, I call getting beaten by someone who is far bigger someone you love and rely on for everything traumatic. I know it was to me. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so to Ray, uh, generally speaking is correct. And, and also in the article, Dr. Stacy Patton is quoted. The reason why so many African-Americans say that they were spanked is because prior to 1910 
And prior to the Great Migration, the Great Migration basically starts in 1915, 90% of African-Americans lived in the South, basically as a result of slavery. So during slavery, we were beaten. We were beaten by slave owners, slave uh, overseers, et cetera. Our children were beaten. And that behavior continued after slavery, okay? So when you look at, for instance, I just posted an article here in the chat, and this is something I covered uh, some years ago on the African History Network show. We look at this article here from uh, July 23rd, 2014 from CNN.com, spanking the great matter out of our kids, spanking the great matter out of our kids. And it talks about how um, science tells, uh, researchers say physical punishment actually alters the brain, not only in an I'm traumatized kind of way, but also in an I literally have less brain, uh, brain matter, great brain matter in my brain. Uh, exposing children to harsh corporal punishment may have detrimental effects on trajectories of brain development. Uh, one 2009 study concluded. Now, there's more information that's come out since 2013, 2014. But there, there, but there's studies that deal with this. Uh, ScienceDaily.com has an article from December 11th, 2013. I'll post the link here. Spanking children slows cognitive development and increases risk of criminal behavior, experts say. Okay, wow. so, so we have to understand that during the enslavement process, especially here in this country, African people were stripped of our, our normal, uh, our, our regular Afri our various African cultures. We were stripped of our folklore, our mores, our cultures, spiritual systems, names, largely history, things like this. We tried to recreate these African societies on the various slave plantations. At the same time, we're dealing with horrific conditions. OK. And unfortunately, uh, a lot of those behaviors that were learned on the plantation, the negative behaviors, we continued afterwards. OK. After slavery ended. Um, so, yeah, they're absolutely correct with this. Now, uh, they go, uh, Dr. Stacey Patton, and you have do you want to go to screen quote three or you want me to yeah, go, let's to go, let's go to quote three, brother? Yes, sir. Let's go to okay. quote three, Keenan. This is what from Dr. Stacey Patton, what she says about spanking. And I'm going to read that for us because it's just a little bit. She said African-Americans adopted the practice of beating children from white slave masters. Europeans brutalized their own children for thousands of years prior to crossing the Atlantic to the New World and colonizing Africa. Historians and anthropologists have found no evidence that ritualistic forms of physical discipline of children existed in pre-colonial West African societies prior to the Atlantic slave trade. West African societies held children in a much higher regard than slave mm -hmm. societies in the Atlantic world, which placed emphasis on black bodies as property, not as human beings. West Africans believed that children came from the afterlife, that they were gods or reincarnated ancestors. Wow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, the, the ancestors, you know, Dr. Marie, Dr. Marimba Ani talks about this in the circle. Let the circle be unbroken that the uh, children, those are the uh, spirits of the ancestors coming back uh, to fulfill a purpose as the spirit of uh, uh, ancestor reborn. Uh, one of my teachers, Professor James Small, talks about how we are God having a human experience. This is understanding African cosmology. Uh, we're God having a human experience. Uh, so, yeah, Dr. Stacey Patton is correct. Now, there may be uh, so uh, corporal punishment or spanking was not something that was traditional in uh, traditional West African societies, or basically traditional African societies and generally speaking. Now, you may have extreme 
circumstances where something like that may have happened, but that was not something routine. That was not a routine uh, uh, form of, of disciplining uh, uh, somebody. But once again, we're coming from societies where, you know, the, 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 um, the concept, it takes a village is not just a title of a book by Hillary Clinton. That was a way of life for us. Okay. Mm. So, so you dealing, you're dealing with a different whole concept of being, but yeah, she, she uh, hit the nail on the head. We need to do more research uh, uh, on, on this, uh, also. And you know what, my man, uh, Willie Frazier, one of our culture crew members, he said, the Bible says, spare the rod, spoil the child. How is that European? Also, if you don't beat your child, the police will, uh, the brief pain of discipline can save the long pain of European punishment. Which and, is and, 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 and black, black people are beating their children and they're still getting beaten by police. That's not stopping. The, that's not stopping the police from beating them. That that's not stopping them from being killed by the police. That uh, uh, Trayvon, uh, 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 you have uh, in uh, Cleveland, uh, Tamir Rice. You have. Uh, we can go and look at numerous examples. Just so, so we have examples of African Americans. Just because you were beaten by uh, uh, your parents or spanked by your parents, even if you needed it, that doesn't stop the police from unjustly killing you. We're making a false equivalency. We're making a false equivalency here when we do that. And that's that's something that's very dangerous because then you're giving po white police officers an excuse for unjustly beating African-Americans to say, oh, well, your parents, your parents didn't beat you. So I'm going to beat you. No, that's giving white police officers an, an unjust excuse to unjustly kill unarmed African-Americans. And it could have been it could have been a situation where that child was disciplined by uh, 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 th their parents. OK, you, 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 you're you're giving this. So let me give you an example with uh, um, uh, it j just happened in what what the state was that with uh, five was that uh, not Tennessee, uh, Kentucky. Kentucky. OK, yeah. in Kentucky, the five black police officers. Okay, did they beat the brother because he wasn't spanked by his parents? Oh no, no, you talking about you talking about with um um with oh yeah the five black pieces that was in uh, Memphis. Yeah, in Memphis. Yeah, yeah Memphis. That was in Memphis. Okay, yeah. without the king was assassinated. Right, right. Memphis without the king was assassinated. Right. Okay, so we're trying to we're trying to give white police officers or police officers in general another excuse to justify them doing the wrong thing, justify them taking. Uh, law, the law into their own hands. No, don't 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 buy into that. That's nonsense. That's yeah, nonsense. And, that doesn't and, mean and that our what? children should not be disciplined. Right. There are other ways to discipline them. Okay. Right. There are other ways to discipline taking taking away privileges, grounding them, taking away their allowance, things like this. But thinking that just just uh, uh, beating the children and 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 ignoring the science, and then saying if I don't beat them, then the police will. That's a slave mentality right there. Mm. That's a that's a slave mentality. Mm. This is a very interesting piece. We're not going to we can't we don't have enough time to kind of delve deeper into this. But folks, I would highly recommend y'all check out Torre's piece on uh, thegrio.com. It's very interesting, fascinating. There, I think there's so much more that needs to be said about corporal punishment because it is so ingrained in black culture, in black family life. Because slavery yeah. is ingrained in our culture, and we still we're st we we have been taught to act like slaves. Absolutely. This is what this Absolutely. is what this is what Doctor Joy DeGruy talks about in the post traumatic slave syndrome. You mm -hmm. you 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 we you change your behavior 
to adjust and survive a traumatic experience, then after that traumatic experience is over, you're not taught to adjust and change your behavior. This is what she talks about in the post-traumatic slave syndrome. Right, right. And I think that that's something that needs to be discussed because the other part of it, and we don't, we don't have a lot of time, Brother Michael, to get into it. But the fact is, is that once you start bringing in the Bible, once you start bringing in God into the conversation of an experience like this, it takes things to a higher level and it can sometimes confuse people. Not yeah. to say that you're confused, Brother Willie, not at all. I'm just saying in general that, 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 that uh, having those conversations without understanding the proper context and how uh, the proper context of when things were said and right. what said. We can it, talk it, about it, that next week. That's that's we misunderstanding the context. That's totally yeah, misunderstanding the context. context. We gotta yeah, that's talk, totally. Yeah, Brother Michael, we got like a, a minute left. Talk to us about the work you're doing. Okay, visit our website, theafricanhistorynetwork.com, theafricanhistorynetwork.com. Register for the online history classes I teach on Saturdays. Ancient Kemet, the Moors, and the Ma'afa understand the transatlantic slave trade, where they didn't teach you in school, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, theafricanhistorynetwork.com. We deal with thousands of years of history and what leads up to the transatlantic slave trade taking place. You don't have to be present in the class. Uh, we do the sessions live. All the sessions are archived and recorded. Uh, the classes on sale $60, regularly $130. Then Sundays, I teach black resistance movements from the Haitian Revolution, U.S. Civil War, Civil Rights Movement, and Black Power Movement. We look at history chronologically, 1800 to 1968, to understand how we got to where we are today uh, and the laws and policies put in place to bring us to where we are today to understand where we need to go from here. So visit our website, theafricanhistorynetwork.com. We also have a bundle pack of both classes as well on sale for only $100. Awesome. My brother, my brother. Thank you, brother. brother. Thank you. Thank you. Because that helps support the research and finance the African History Network. Thank you. There it is right there. Brother Michael and Hotep of the African History Network. All right, folks. Thank you 